0: Hey everyone, it's Pacific, and welcome back to Episode 2 of Class of 76. I kid you not, it feels like it has been five weeks since Episode 1 came out, but here we are, Episode 2, ready all for you. Just a couple of quick things to talk about. First being, if you want three postcards and or three stickers, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash scp underscore pod. You have until November 1st to sign up or upgrade your pledge, uh, and then it is, uh, it's all over until our next postcard drive, which will be in a couple of months. But yeah, uh, it's three gorgeous designs, um, three beautiful postcards, three beautiful stickers, uh, each very different, uh, all made by Valdivia. He's an incredible artist and can see his designs on our Patreon. Uh, and if you're there, if you sign up, I'll also say your name in the show notes like I'm about to do right now for Dave Baxter, Geist, Ronick, Charles Mantha, Shiny Necco Boy, Rug Doctor, Goldie Poggers, Hank Derb, and Brandon Nimros. for which none of this would be possible without their support and the support of many others who've joined us. Uh, But those are this week's patrons, and thanks to them for making this episode possible. Now, without further ado, I got a quick ad break for you, and then this week's episode.
1: access for entertainment. Within this archive you'll find the
2: procedural descriptions and accounts of the most notorious an anomalies we've encountered to date. Secure. Contained. <laughs>
3: Magnolia, right? Yes, I
4: suppose.
3: And that we don't have murders and muggings is a good thing, right? Yes. An oasis of law-abiding stand-up citizenry packing the pews and filling the offering plates.
4: Okay, okay. Point taken,
3: Cooper. It's homecoming night. Give it some time. Everyone and their mothers at the game. Once the final gun sounds, we'll have plenty to do. Copy that. How about this? I'll give you the play-by-play of my walk down Main.
4: You're on foot?
3: I am now. I like to do Main Street the old-fashioned way, on foot. Shaking door handles, as the old-timers say.
4: Shaking door handles?
3: Yep, just like it sounds. Make sure they're locked up good and tight.
4: Ever have one open? The door? Yeah, shaking all those handles.
3: Any of them ever open? You know, I don't think so. Not here in Magnolia, anyways. I recall one back when I was still green. The Windy City. A beauty salon, if I remember correctly. (laughs)
4: Well, good thing you caught it. Someone might have run off with the curlers.
3: It's a little-known fact that a perp with a good hairdo is five times more likely to get off on a technicality. (laughs)
4: <laughs> Can I ask you something, Cooper?
3: <laughs> Shoot. How
4: long you been a cop? A cop? A deputy, a cop, or do you prefer a justice of the
3: peace? I like that one.
4: Seriously, though, how long have you been protecting and serving?
3: <laughs> a long time, Kimmy. Or so it seems on some nights. But here in Magnolia, I've only been a deputy here for a little over two years. It's my penance. I've got to make amends for my past transgressions. Mm, You and me both. I can't believe I'm back here. Hometowns, right? There's a special gravity all their own. You can say that again. Magnolia may be more so than others. They are absolutely from the devil. (laughs) Yo, Kimmy. Did I lose you?
4: No, no. I'm still here. I was just thinking. Yeah? Coop, do you think that Satan has had anything to do with Tammy Lynn's disappearance?
3: No. No. I can't say that I do. Why is that? Call it a hunch. Magnolia is a small town, and secrets are notoriously hard to keep in small towns. I suspect that if there was some kind of satanic cult operating here, we'd know all about it.
4: What if it's like, like in the movies? You know, where it's all in the shadows, happening right under our noses? Or like what's going on out in San Fran?
3: Well, anything's possible, I suppose. But, you know, before I came to the Ozarks, I was a special investigator. a bit like a detective, but one that works on special cases. Special cases for a peculiar organization.
4: Wow, I didn't know that. You're full of surprises.
3: That's right.
4: This was in Chicago?
3: No, I was working with another organization, one of the Alphabet Soup groups. Point is, I've seen my fair share of oddball cases. Cult stuff included.
4: And you don't think that's what's happening here?
3: I do not. A big reason for that would be all the Bible-thumping that goes on down here. And let's not forget how secluded we are. Cults typically like to operate in large urban areas where there's lots of potential initiates. That's a pretty good point. And even though there's only five deputies and the sheriff, we cover just about every square inch of this town and a big piece of the county, too. Yeah? Sure. There's some nights when I just can't bear to sit and wait any longer for someone to go blazing down Rain Ridge Road where I'll just jump up and drive all over hither and yon. I guess it's
4: probably just kids
3: then, right? Are we talking about the mills?
4: Yeah, I suppose.
3: (laughs) That'd be my guess. It seems to be a popular pastime these days. What's that? Driving parents nuts with sex, drugs, and rock and roll. No doubt about it.
4: Well, that puts my mind at ease. A bit. But what if the Satanists... What if they did have some
3: kind of secret (laughs) lair? Well, that's why I'm out here shaking these handles. Looking for secret lairs. that, what you're asking? Ah, Cooper, it ain't you.
4: You're one of the good
3: guys. Or maybe I'm one of the exceptionally good bad guys. One of the what? (laughs) Never mind. So do you? I
4: mean, do you think it's one
3: of us? No, I can't say that I do. I've worked with Donovan every night, half of the last two years, and he is as straight as they come. He's a by-the-book Vietnam vet boots polished, tie-on straight as a razor, and a haircut you could set your watch to. That's the truth.
4: He's a regular stick in the mud. I remember him pouring out plenty of our beers up at Three
3: Mile. <laughs> I can picture him doing that, but that notwithstanding, he's a damn good cop. What about the nation, guys? Well, I don't know Andrews all that well, not outside of work, but he's a family man. So is Danner. It doesn't track for me that one of them would kidnap Tammy Lynn. West's a hard read, I'll give you that. And personally, I find him a little abrasive. But he's the sheriff's right hand man, and say what you will about Sheriff Kubo. For a small town lawman, he runs a tight ship, and I trust his instincts. Right. I do too. It could just be that Miss Banion is disremembering or lying. Why would she lie? Happens all the time. You wouldn't believe how often. But why? I think mostly people just want to be a part of the story. In some twisted way, they think they're helping. By lying? Trust me, I get it. I'm just telling you, it happens. I've been led down many a blind alley and into dead ends on a heap of cases by a well-intentioned liar. Hopefully Sheriff Kubo will be able to separate the grain from the chaff.
4: I know Maddie's sister, Sarah, pretty well. We graduated the same year. She was always into something, and most of the time, it was trouble. I can't help but wonder if it's the same
3: for Maddie. I'm sure Sheriff Kubo will get down to the bottom of it. Coop? Yep?
4: I'm glad I'm working the night shift with you. You're good
3: company. <laughs> Me too, Kimmy. The feeling is reciprocated. Now, let's get back to your exclusive tour of Maine. Well, I'm here at first, heading north. The old podiatrist. Feet of brass, Felice now. Wizard's Chest Magic and Bookstore's up next. Also Felice. Ooh, I think I can already hear Duke Ellington being piped out of Syncope Symphony. Nice choice, Elm.
5: Just really great play out of the walk-on senior tonight. Agree, Dan. And this is just what the comics need to stay in the hunt for the state title. That's right. This puts Lonwood High in second place in the division, just one game off the leader, West Little Rock High. Yep. And a quick reminder for our listeners, West Little Rock against Mountain View is next Friday's feature game. Dan and I will be broadcasting live from West Little Rock in what's looking to be a very important game. Please join us here on KBBL for that true indeed and let's hope it's a continuation of this excellent indian summer weather right buddy absolutely it's been a perfect night for football here at lonewood high and what about the other big star tonight dan who's that i think you know (laughs) Uh, yes this might be a first for us i think it is but we talked about it after the half we did indeed never seen or heard rather anything like it folks not around these parts no siree bob this kirk longwood high marching band unbelievable i don't know that i've ever heard kids play like this before dan not ever i'm with you partner maybe it's these new digs they got they were looking sharp or the new equipment That's right. Shout out to Syncope Symphony, by the way, for all they done. Located right here in Magnolia, you folks get in there if you need something brass or with strings. Yup, an incredible gift. Really was. And I gotta say again, just an absolute inspired performance tonight out of these kids. I wish we could have broadcasted for our listeners at home. We thought the bleachers was coming down. We did. This place was rocking. It really was. Maybe that's what's pushed these comets into the stratosphere tonight, Dan. What'd you think? I see what you did there. Not bad, right? Not at all. Funny thing, I can't even recall what they was playing. Yeah, they were. What were they playing? This is the most
6: amazing night of my life! Me too. (laughs) Hell Matters is coming, Al! I know, I know, I can't believe it. And you guys! Woo! And you, Al? What was that?
5: At halftime. And Lee! (laughs) I don't even know. Al, your dad must have switched to the sheet music or
0: something. It was amazing! I thought that old man was gonna break his back the way he was waving that (laughs) baton. You should have been
6: down in the locker room. When we heard you guys playing, it was like like a bolt of lightning or something. I (laughs) can't even describe it
4: to you.
5: Speaking of
4: bolts of lightning, what got into you tonight?
5: Totally. Lee's right, Ren. You were the Jaguar killer tonight. It was like they
7: were
0: bouncing right off you. Yeah, you knocked 89 right out of the game literally into the stand. I know! That was crazy! It
6: was, it was like a total out-of-body experience. That's what it felt like for
0: me, too. That's weird. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Ditto. Crazy, right? L. Matters. L. Matters.
6: <laughs> Does she know she's being led like a lamb to the slaughter? What? What are you talking about? Elle's a good friend of mine. Really? Since when? Since the third quarter. Uh Uh-huh. And Al is a good friend of mine. That's right. And he's quite a catch.
5: I mean, she is sure to catch something. Lee!
0: Don't mind him, Sin. He's just jealous.
5: Hardly.
6: I don't think Elle is Lee's type,
0: Al.
4: Oh, really? Is that true, Hillerman?
0: Uh Elle is everyone's type. She's beautiful and smart. And can do the splits.
6: You don't like the splits, Lee? Uh, I, 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 Maybe you prefer cartwheels. What's that got to do with anything? I think Lee is into band nerds. No, I'm not! <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? Well, obviously. I think there's one band nerd in particular that he's got his eye on.
0: Oh, Yeah had the hots for that one for a long time now. Uh,
5: you concentrate on driving, and you, you better f- think up some witty banter or something. You're just gonna be standing around like a statue while L Matters drinks your dad's fancy booze. Whoa.
0: <laughs> struck a nerve.
6: All right, all right. We're almost there anyways. Steven started it. Yell at her.
0: That's right. She started it. <laughs> oh, you two just
3: shut up.
6: You say that now. Now that we're talking about... Is that the turn? Good eye, Stevens. I knew we kept you along for something.
0: You're hilarious. I hope hell isn't there yet. I need to get ready.
5: I hope that doesn't mean more brute.
0: Bye, Menon. Is it too much? I can never tell how much to put on.
5: You should probably stop while you're ahead. Your sphere of... how should I put this? Masculinity is already making my eyes water.
6: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Ren Kubo's Country Cabin, your homecoming home away from
4: home.
7: That's a lot of homes. Oh my. Ren, I I can't believe this. When did you do this?
6: What's that? Clear out an old abandoned military bunkhouse that I found? Drag a bunch of busted patio furniture up here and hook up a kick-ass sound system?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, all that. Are those Christmas lights?
3: And is that a hi-fi?
6: I did all this last week. We're seniors, you guys. This is our last big blowout. But I, I don't get it. How did you find this place? Good question. This was one of my squares. Your squares? Yeah, when Tammy Lynn first went missing. You know, my old man always loops me in on the searches.
0: Yeah, I should have been helping with that. Me too.
6: Yeah, well, there'll be another one coming up. Either way, he divvied up a big patch of the lake area and gave each pair of us five squares to search.
5: And this was on yours?
0: You got it, Hutch. This is absolutely amazing.
7: I gotta say,
8: I am totally impressed.
6: Impress me by helping me lug the goodies from the trunk before Elle and Margot get here. I have, uh, something special just for us.
5: Let's do it! Partay! I can't believe How, where did that come from, man? Like, I, I, I I know you can play football But that is, I have never seen you play football like that
9: lamb are your garments spotless are they white as snow are you washed in the blood of the lamb
0: who's there please what do you want please let me go
9: hello Miss Alona, timely, get up and get over against the wall there. I've been sent to collect you.
4: Please, please let me go. I won't say nothing to no one, I promise.
9: Sweet Jesus, please give us succor in our time of need.
4: Please...
0: Ye
9: shall receive, my
8: dear. What?
9: The Lord, the Most High, has answered your prayers, Tammy Lynn. Tonight, it will be you that is covered in the blood of the Lamb. Now go on and stand up. Turn around like a good girl. I don't want to have to do anything unchristian-like. Like like last time. You don't want that either, right?
8: No, no, no.
9: We both remember what happened.
8: Yes, yes.
9: I hope you can
8: forgive me. But, well,
9: you did force my hand. No, no! Now get on up. Let's go. <coughs> no, very good. You want to know the little secret?
4: Tonight's
9: your last night. Yes the doctor is taking you up to the lake, and... <laughs> I know, it's crazy. There's no need for tears, though. The Lord is calling you home. It's hard to believe right now, but i
4: Work. you see.
9: It. Now, hold still and let me get this hood on you.
1: We're missing something, West. I can feel it. I feel like whatever it is, it's, it's close. We almost got it. We just got to keep looking. Let's go over it again. Take it from the top.
10: Right. Okay. So Tammy Lynn is seen leaving Kirk Lawnwood High at approximately 2.45 p.m. We can be fairly certain about this because she was seen leaving with a large group of students by multiple witnesses. Tammy gets out early because? Because she doesn't have an eighth period. Bingo, go on. Between 2.45 and three o'clock, we have several additional sightings reported. These settings are hard to corroborate, but they do seem plausible. They essentially paint a picture of a kid walking home from school. But was she walking home? She was not. Hmm. And we know that because... Because she was seen walking toward town, east from the school. And home is... Almost due west. That's right. It's at this juncture that our new star witness, one Maddie Banion. Claims to have seen Tammy Lynn being led away by one of our deputies. And how does she know it's Tammy? Because Tammy Lynn and Maddie are in the same world history class, Mrs. Turner's fifth period. And besides that, they've known each other for the last eight years. They ain't close friends, but it's a small town. Well,
1: I'm convinced. There's more. I'm sure glad to hear it. Did Miss Banyan identify the officer that allegedly abducted Miss Alona? She did not. Perhaps Miss Banyan was able to see the identifying vehicle number, which is prominently displayed multiple times on our cruisers. She, unfortunately, was not. Okay, then. But surely Miss Banyan is aware that there are only five deputies, and myself, protecting and serving the good people of Magnolia, right?
10: I'm not too sure about that either, Sheriff. But what I do know is that Miss Banyan has been known to... How can I put this? Um, partake of certain illegal substances and to stretch the truth a bit when she's uh under the influence of the same okay and now tell me what you found today well i did some digging right where you said to and go ahead i promise not to be shocked right so since 1968 which is when the banyans moved into their place over on cedar ridge road that's mama and daddy banyan and then the nine, yes, nine Banyan children, Clarice, Maddie, Tommy, Chris, Sarah, Paul, Susie, Billy, and Barb.
1: And where are they coming from again?
10: Uh, They originally hail from the great state of Mississippi. Is that a fact? It is. And you were saying about since they moved in? Since they moved in, we've been out to their place on 38 separate occasions.
1: That's a hell of a
10: run. Agreed It's been mostly for disturbing the peace There have been a few instances of illegally discharging a firearm And as of late we've broken up some parties with some pretty heavy drug use That's a shame It is And typically Miss Banyan is not the most trusted source for what the hell is going on If you catch my meaning I do Anyways, I rode out to the Banyan place to follow up And I asked Miss Banyan if she was using the day she saw Tamulin I dare go She says she was as sober as a deacon. I'll bet. Yep. And all this about someone taking a statement. (laughs) She was telling the truth about that, at least. Danner had taken her statement. He took her statement, typed it up, and filed it with a hundred other interviews that we've conducted in the last two weeks. And his notes? They pretty much mirror what we were saying right now. He suspected possible drug use, but he states more candidly that he thought Maddie Banning was just plain lying. Or at best, misremembering.
1: All right, so that's that. Maddie doesn't see Tammy, at least not without the aid of some chemical enhancements. Mystery solved. Let's jump back to our timeline. So where does she go next after school? She's headed east, up toward town. Right after school?
10: That's right. Hmm. Maybe to meet someone. Or maybe she's got to pick something up. Right. When is she next scene? She's next seen turning north onto Maine from Alameda, just south of the Strip. That's old Andy from the Conoco Gas that saw her there. She's going to the Strip.
1: It sure looks like it. What's left on the Strip for a 17-year-old girl?
10: Magnolia drug up on 8th and Main.
1: Yep. Could be that. Maybe picking up something or the other. Or maybe she was heading over to Patty's. That's what I thought, too maybe uh she had a hairdressing appointment but she didn't but she didn't so says patty i had kind of call her and check so what else is there
10: there's really not much left for the kids down there anymore sheriff wizard's chest is long gone same with the kinnies
1: maybe she there's syncope
10: symphony maybe it was stopping in to buy an album Hmm.
1: Yes, there could be. Maybe she had an itch for something on vinyl.
10: Of course, she ain't got nothing in there but colored music.
1: Really, West? What is this, 1955?
10: I'm just saying. It's likely she wouldn't have much interest unless she was fixing to pick up something... I don't know. I didn't mean nothing by
1: it, Sheriff. It may not be nothing to you, but it is most certainly something to other folks. And um, I don't want my deputies talking like that. Understood. Syncope Symphony, huh? That could be something. Maybe I'll pop in and pay him a little visit. Hey
0: everyone, Pazook here with an ad break and a reminder. For just $5 a month, you can get access to ad-free episodes on our Patreon at patreon.com slash SCP underscore P-O-D. And now, a quick message from our sponsors. Thanks for listening, and now, back to the show.
4: So I think it's a loaded question.
0: But it doesn't have to be.
3: Don't you see? That's the beauty of it. There's no wrong answer.
4: And what does this have to do with investigating? How does this tell you anything about if a person is lying?
3: It doesn't necessarily, and I'm not saying it does.
4: So what are
3: I'm saying that asking the right questions can help you better understand the mind of the person you're questioning. And if you know someone's mind...
4: What? Like you're some kind of human lie detector or something?
3: <laughs> okay, you got me. Landing on a little thick, huh?
4: I'll say. You had me going there for a second, though, Coop.
3: But seriously, Desert Island, three books, what are they? quit stalling oh
4: man i don't know if i can answer that oh cooper i gotta call gotta
3: go copy that sounds like the homecoming night festivities have begun with the Magnolia Sheriff's Department. Is there anyone in here? Hello? Elm? Is that Deputy Cooper? Hello, Elm. Is uh, everything all right? I thought I heard a... Oh,
7: yeah. Everything's fine. I was moving an amp, one of those big suckers, and the damn thing went ass over tea kettle on me. Oh. You're not hurt, are you? No, no, I'm fine.
3: I know when to get out of the way. Okay, then. Do you need a hand?
7: Oh, no. I already got it back on its feet. Whew. I was actually, uh, just wrapping it up. Getting ready to have a little nightcap and then call it a day.
3: You, uh, care to join me? Uh, well, thank you, Elm. But I'm still on duty. Just started, really. Got the whole night in front of me still.
7: And what if I were to tell you that it's a 50-year-old Glenfiddich Scotch? Fifty-year-old, huh? I'm not putting on airs over here, Deputy Cooper. It was a gift of appreciation for our donation to the school.
3: Yeah? Well, that was a real fine thing to do, Elm. Folks sure did appreciate that.
7: I've got a fridge stuffed full of assorted casseroles, stews, and fresh-baked pies attesting to that. (laughs) I don't doubt it. So? Come on, then. Have one with me. I hate to drink alone.
3: Sure you don't want to save that one for a special occasion?
7: That's just it. Tonight is a special occasion. Is it now? It is, as a matter of fact. It's my anniversary. Anniversary? Do you mean No, no, not my wedding anniversary. (laughs) God rest her soul, Karen would never forgive me if she found out I was still celebrating our anniversary. No, it's the uh, anniversary of the... Of the day that I quit my job, pulled up stakes, and set my sights on a speck of a town... Buried deep in the verdant forests of the Arkansas wilderness... Oh,
3: okay. That sounds pretty close to special. Yes. Yes, it is. What'd you used to do, huh? Before you were bringing the joy of music to young folks in the back of beyond. I don't think we've ever gotten around to it. I'll tell you what. I'll pour us both
7: two fingers, and then I'll show you mine if you show me yours. (laughs) Okay.
3: You got yourself a deal. Fair warning, though. I'm on the clock. I might have to skidaddle at a moment's notice. Consider me warned. Go on in here and pull the blinds for me, please. I don't want the neighbors to see what I'm up to. You got it, but I don't think you got much to worry about. It's like a ghost town out there tonight. I hope you take it neat. Suits me fine. Can I ask you a question? Shoot. How the hell do you clean this carpet? <laughs> Seriously, you need a special vacuum for this? <laughs> No, no, just a regular vacuum can handle it. Really?
7: Yep. Well, I gotta tell you. Go on. I've heard it all by
3: now. I really like it. You do? I really do. It's like walking in the clouds in here. I feel like I'm Zeus on Olympus. Not just because of, you know, the blue. Right. But also because of just how thick it is. I don't know, what is it? Luxurious? <laughs> Okay. Luxurious. I'll take it. Or maybe supple? (laughs) (laughs) Full-bodied? I really don't know. I feel like a shampoo commercial over here. That does sound a bit like a Pert Plus ad. (laughs) Anyways,
7: I like it. Well, you're in the minority, my friend. Although I will say it's definitely given the town something else to talk about. Well, that's a good thing. Just lately... I suppose we're both talking about the same thing... Tammy Lynn? We are. What are your thoughts on the matter, Deputy?
3: We're already off the carpet, huh? No, we don't have to discuss it. It's all good. I don't mind. Folks can't help but to ask. So? Well, I'm one of those old, just the facts kind of cops. Okay, Joe
7: Friday. And what are the facts, as you see them? And where do they lead you?
3: Nowhere, as far as I can tell.
7: That's the rumor.
3: Is it? About Kubo, you mean? Rumor has it that he's a bit out of his element. Don't mind the rumors. Sheriff Kubo's no slouch. For what he lacks in experience, he makes up for in moxie. Very little quit in Sheriff Kubo. That's right. And in a small town like ours, there's no place to hide, now. It's just a matter of time. She'll pop up. Hopefully she's just blowing off some steam.
7: I'll drink to that. Who am I? I kind of thought it'd be smoother I think maybe I'll sip the next one
3: You in? Uh, I better not I do appreciate the offer though My first 50 year old, that's for sure You're a good cop, Cooper You think so? I know so (laughs) Enough about me though You were going to show first, remember? That's right What'd you do before you got here? Tell me all about this job that you celebrate quitting every year.
7: Gosh, it's uh, been a while since I've... Well, since I've talked about it with anyone. It's been nothing but strings, horns, and percussion for the last two years.
3: You haven't always been a musician then?
7: No, not at all. God, I've never guessed. I'll take that as a compliment. No, I uh, I uh used to be uh, a scientist. You don't say. I do. Or, or I mean, I did. Uh, I was a scientist. Who'd you work for? One of the big boys? GE? IBM? NASA? <laughs> no, nothing as glamorous as all that. <laughs> no, I uh, I worked for the government. The government? Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I used to work for the government. That's weird to say that for some reason. Like
3: the Defense
7: Department? USDA? No, no, I was working with a... A very special group of scientists. We were, um, we were like a last line of defense. (laughs) Oh, God. I know how that must sound. Not at all. I know how it is. You've worked in government before?
3: You could say that. I was just getting my stripes for lieutenant when our last fuckery got started. I should have bowed out when the getting was good, and that'd have been the smart thing, but instead I spent the better part of four years carving a machete wide path through a remote jungle in Southeast Asia. Vietnam? Indeed. With a few trips into Laos and Cambodia for good measure. And then? Let's just say there's always plenty of government work for folks trained to take orders. Don't I know it?
4: Cooper, come back? Cooper here. Got one for you, Coop. 213 in progress, Three Mile Hill and Winchhead Road.
3: Copy that, dispatch. I'm on my way. Copy that, over and out. And we were just getting started. Let's call this to be continued, what do you say? You got yourself a deal. Thanks for the taste,
7: Elm. Anytime, Deputy. I'll see you around. Hey, Cooper? Yeah, Be careful out there tonight.
3: Thanks, so. Elm. Always am.
2: Hello. Yes, Doctor. We're ready to go. Yes, sir. I'll be waiting for your call. Yes, sir. Very excited. We'll be ready. Was that? Yep.
8: What'd he say?
2: He said to hold tight.
8: Hold tight?
2: Yes. Hold tight.
8: And what the hell is that supposed to mean? What the fuck is hold tight?
2: Holding tight is holding tight, goddammit. It means we stay here and wait for his call.
8: And when the hell is that supposed to be?
2: How the hell am I supposed to know? You heard me just now on the phone with him. Did you hear me say anything about a time?
8: Well, I don't like it.
2: Fill out a comment card. (laughs) Good one.
8: Well, you made the dummy laugh. Hey! There's a feather in your cap.
2: Look, you know how this goes. This ain't our first rodeo.
8: Don't you try and pep talk me Ro. This is my last rodeo, goddammit, I swear to God. I'm sick of this bunker, I'm sick of these pills that we got to take, and I'm sick of keeping an eye out for you and the firebug here.
2: Don't tell me. Tell the doctor.
8: Do you think that I'll meet the doctor this time? Don't hold your breath, kid. I've been here 18 months and I've seen the back of his head once. All he does is call and bark orders and we're meant to hop right to it. Shit. If it weren't for the fact that this man right here wasn't such a shit for brains, I might have suspected that the whole thing was some kind of hallucination. Or maybe a mind-control experiment.
2: As if anyone would want to control your mind.
8: (laughs) Oh, you little kiss-ass. You know he ain't the boss, right?
2: I know that. No one said they were the boss. If anyone walks around here like they're running shit, it's you. I'll tell you what. Can't wait to hear it. Feel free to talk to the
8: doctor next time he calls. Tell them you're sick of it. Oh, fuck you, Rowan. I can't speak to that man without getting all worked up.
7: What's the big deal with the doctor, anyways?
8: Dear Lord Jesus, why is this boy so stupid? The big deal, Aspen, is that we are dealing with some serious dark forces shit here, principalities and powers of darkness.
2: Bullshit.
8: What the hell do you know? You're in the same boat as us, you dumb fuck. How'd you end up in the lake, kid? That's the only question that matters.
7: Well, I know how I ended up there. It was either that, or...
8: Exactly. He's got something on all of us. For you, it was San Quentin. For me, it was the needle. Rowan's too good to tell us what the doctor is holding over his head, which means it must be a doozy.
2: I'd still like to meet him.
8: You'll see, you little dimwit.
2: Don't let her freak you out, kid. She doesn't know what the hell she's talking about.
8: You goddamn phony. You weren't saying that tune last year after Heather split. You were slobbering and crying all over my shoulder, talking about how you couldn't take it no more.
2: What are you two talking about? Nothing.
8: No, not nothing. Let's just say this, Aspen. More comes out of that lake than goes into it, right, Ro? I don't know. The hell you don't. That's why he's got us taking all these pills. Why? To keep the demons at bay. And that's why he dumps us in this bunker. I don't get it. You will. Wait till you forget to take a pill.
2: What happens?
8: They start coming back.
2: What starts coming back?
8: False memories, Aspen.
5: False memories?
8: Or maybe, maybe they're real memories. Or like, not like memories though. Maybe they're, I don't know, something to do with neuroscience. And the Nobel goes to... Oh, fuck you, Rowan. You know exactly what I'm talking about.
7: Yeah, no, I've had some weird stuff, too. I thought maybe that it was just, like, nightmares,
8: or... Nope. Them ain't nightmares. They're memories. But before...
2: Before? Don't listen to her, kid.
8: That's right. Don't listen to me, kid. Do just like Rowan and serve the doctor like some kind of mindless slave. I'm telling you both, as soon as I get my chance, I'm out of here.
2: There ain't nothing stopping you. Go ahead, get. You ain't special.
8: Oh, yeah, right. You'd put a bullet in my head before I got out the door.
2: You're dreaming. We ain't even got a gun.
8: Would you please shut up, you simpleton? First off, it's a fair speech. Is it? And now he's a professor of the English language. What a thrill.
2: The point is, you can go you ain't the first to come out of the lake and you won't be the last
8: well then maybe I will don't go Holly oh for fuck's sake you trying to use reverse psychology on me I'll stay or go if I wanna and it ain't got nothing to do with you two dipshits
2: why is she always so so pissed off all the time I don't know kid Maybe she needs a vacation. No doubt. You know, she wasn't totally bullshitting. We did talk about some weird stuff going on in my head. I never called them memories or anything like that, though. Just weird stuff. Like what? Shit, I don't know. Voices, maybe? Well, I've had some weird stuff, too.
7: And... She's right about San Quentin, you know. I know, kid. Well, I, I didn't mean to. I, I just. I just like watching things burn. I had no idea that there were kids in there. I swear to God. I know
2: already, and you ain't got nothing to explain to me. The doc saved all of us from somehow or the other. Holly'd already be dead if it weren't for him, and she knows it. What'd she mean, the needle? Ro, what'd she mean? She meant she was a user, kid. Heavy. Yeah, that's what I thought. And the doctor saved her? Well, it's mostly the lake, I think. Just like for you, right? And your, uh, your urges. I think that's right. I don't hardly ever think about it. You know. Burning things? Yeah. That... It's the way it is when you come up out the lake. And what about for you, Ro? What'd you leave down there? Some bad shit, kid. Like.
9: like murdering or something?
2: Let's just say I've got a fair share of blood on my hands. Well, I think you're a solid guy, Ro. I'm glad as hell that the doctor brought me here. I like you too, kid. And you're a quick study Shit goes sideways I already feel like you'll have my back Really? Yeah Thanks, Ro Thanks ain't necessary It's just how it is Ro? Yeah? Is shit gonna go sideways? It always does
0: SCP Archives was created by Pacific S. Obadiah and John Grills. Class of 76 was written by F. Cole Serrano. Lee Hillerman was Brian David Gilbert. Cindy Stevens was Madeline Moore. Ren Kubo was Brandon Nguyen. Al Perez was Jimmy Furrer. Tammy Lynn Halona was Kayla Temshiv. Elm Stevens was Graham Rowett. Thaddeus Cooper was Damon Alums. Kimi Perez was Rissa Montanez. Sheriff Kubo was Gary Scales. Deputy West was Chud Nelius. Dr. Ash Calderwood was Chris Young. Eldon was Atticus Jackson. Holly adil was Krista Lewis. Rowan was Nate DeFort. Aspen Daniels was Dustin Parson. And our ensemble was Brandon P. Jenkins and Marquise Moore. Our dialogue editor was Daisy McNamara. And our music was done by Matt Roy Berger. Our sound design was done by Dana Creasman, and our showrunner is Daisy McNamara. I'm your producer, Pacific S. Obadiah, and our executive producers are Tom Owen and Brad Miska. And this is a Bloody FM show. For more information, visit bloody.fm.